This is part one of a very entertaining episode. First, we're going to talk about the Texans versus the Cowboys, then the calm before the storm of our debate about whether or not Drew Brees is a top five quarterback of all time. We name our top five quarterbacks this season so far. All right, go ahead, Trey. Who's number five, bro? I couldn't. I couldn't do. I couldn't do. I got. I got a tie for number five. You I mean, I, I, did, I could not, in good faith, leave this man off this list. Yeah, I, think, I, I got. Doing. I think I got a tie too. I, I, I'm gonna name somebody. I think Tom Brady's there too. Tom Brady's number five with the Raiders. I will slap it out of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just come on, man? Wait, I'm sorry. God, man. He said Tom Brady's number five. Number five. What's on your list? <laughs> This that's this year so far. Every single show, somebody needs to take a drug test. I just I had, to, I had, I had to throw it out there, had to and he out said there. it confidently too. I did very confidently. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome, everyone. This is the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host. My name is Oenyi. I am joined by the usual suspects. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please, before you continue listening, subscribe to our podcast. You can do it on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, or you can follow us on Podbeam. That's New Channel Sports, spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L sports.podbeam.com. Or you can go to our website, newchannelsports.com, and subscribe. What is going on, Chris? How are you doing, sir? What's good? Trey Day, you all right over there, bro? Yeah, man. I'm 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 good. I've been better. That's for damn sure. But I'm good. I wanna uh give a shout out to give a shout out to the usual suspects, the Cowboy Nation. Laker Nation, we're Cowboy Nation's reeling right now, but we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that probably. Uh, <laughs> Laker Nation, uh, it's 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 showtime. We're back. Braves got bounced. It's been a it's been a tough couple of days, tough couple of days. But so you're okay though. So make sure you're okay, yeah. sir. In the, in the words of the famous Kendrick Lamar, we gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> So we, before we start um, talking sports here, uh, let's get into your your segment, sir, um, Mr. Trey, against all odds. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Against All Odds with Trey. Yeah. So if you if you know me, you know that I dabble every now and then into the the sports betting world, and I know the odds pretty well. And I think that most people try and get into the odds to try and win a little bit of money every now and then, right? That's the main goal. But I want to make sure that we understand what that what that means. And if you look up the definition of odd, because in this segment, Against All Odds, we're going to talk about the easy bet is just to, to take the odds and go with it. So we're going to try something a little bit different. I'm going to explain to you why you may not want to do that all, all the damn time. Okay. Uh, so odds are defined as the, the chances or likelihood of something happening or that being the case. That's the official definition of that. Usually nowadays people equate odds with gambling, right? So if someone's talking about odds, you typically think of gambling. So I pick 
the 14 NFL games from this prior weekend and one college game, my game of the weekend, which I thought coming into it, um, which was Texas versus OU, 15 games. And to go against the odds, you would have had to bet on the underdogs to to, to, to really win some money. Because that's what, that's what it happened. Out of those 15 games, how many underdogs do you think covered the odds? When I say the odds, I mean the point spread. So that, that's college, right? No, 15, 14 NFL games in one college game. Oh, one game. college game. How many covered the odds over the weekend? Uh-huh. Uh, underdogs. Oh, the how many underdogs Co- covered the spread? Correct. Uh, what would you be, guess? I'll go ahead and guess... Uh, eight. Eight? I was going to go seven. Seven? Nine of Ooh. those 15 games. So mm-hmm. 60% of the time, the people who went with typically the home team, who you've learned, normally yeah. gets how many points? Three points. Three points. Um, the underdogs covered 60% of the time. And it wasn't even close. So, in against all odds, I say this because I don't ever, ever, ever condone gambling. But... If you decide to do it, the easy pick sometimes might be the the wrong pick. In that, the Panthers versus the Giants, who you think was favored in that game? The Panthers. Seven points. Right. Prior to this, I didn't listen to the Friday's podcast because I had uh, a football big tournament this weekend. But would you have taken the Panthers minus seven against the Giants? I would have. Yeah, me too. Easy. You would have lost. Uh, going against the odds would have would have worked in your favor. The Browns plus three against the Ravens. Do you think the Ravens would have beat the Browns by more than three points? Now, that's for me. That would have been easy money. That was. I'm telling you right. The reason. <laughs> the reason I read that game, and I won't talk about it anymore because I know we have to talk about that. That was the one that I personally told people take that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that's easy money. Easy, easy money. Didn't turn out that way. Had I gone against the odds in that situation, um, then then I would have been all right. Um, later on in the segment, I'll bring up another game that all of us want to talk about. Uh, but. Something else that I wanted to, to bring up when it comes to odds. Odds aren't necessarily just when the as the game happens in the point spread. You've seen those next-gen stats, which I think has been very, very interesting. In a very, very integral part of the game that I know we're going to talk about immediately after this segment, so I'll bring this up now. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have a huge amount of success when it comes to going... On fourth and one? On fourth and down. Do you know I that think, statistic? I think, I think it was... Well, I've heard that since they've had Dak and Ezekiel, when they've gone for it on fourth and one 19 times, they've um, converted 18 times. 95% of the time. 95% of the time they've converted a fourth and one. And they went against the odds. Mm-hmm. And they and lost. They, and they lost. <laughs> And that has been the common theme in the NFL so far this year from losing teams or teams with a losing record. However, those teams with a winning record have gone traditionally against the odds, i.e. the Rams. Um, Is that the Frank Wright? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank but, Wright does not agree with you right now. But more times than not, when they go against the odds and they go against conventional wisdom, as this game has changed, as the number of possessions have changed, as the statistics have changed, going against the odds in traditional rule book, people talk about what's the book say? What would you do? That does not necessarily work. Right. Um, and 
I think what happens is the newer generation of coaches have decided that we're going to take this game to a different level. We're going to take some chances that we don't normally take. And those teams are those teams that are a little bit more successful now. Riverboat Ron. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always that. And, and that, was, that was actually one of the things I was going to tell you about. I mean, a 63-yard field goal to try and win a football game. Seem crazy. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot, the time was going to go off anyway. But right? a lot of people would suggest a Hail Mary or something like that to give you a better odds of winning to making the 63 That would be better odds is a Hail Mary? 63 yards. What what's the odds? I mean, the, I don't know. That's the second longest, longest field goal, goal right? ever. Yeah. That ever. was crazy. It was so crazy. going against the odds might not always be the popular decision, but many times it's the best decision, especially mm-hmm. in sports betting. Before before you end your segment, what was the line on the Texas OU game? OU minus seven and a half. So it it was fool's gold. It was a sucker's bet. So Texas was was favored to to lose by less than eight points, and they wound up winning that football game. Yeah. So, interesting. Very enlightening there. (laughs) Against all odds with Trey. Very good, sir. Enjoyed that a lot. So let's get into it. Let's let's get into the the, the game. Okay. The the day of reckoning has passed. It has. It has passed. And we're here. We're here. Everybody's here. Hey, man. Uh, Shout out to... Cowboy Nation for being here. Right. I had to, I had to literally drive to Trey's house and <laughs> drag him out of his house where now I played. I played. And speaking of against all odds, the Texans were favored. They were minus three and a half. They were minus three and a half, yeah. And they won by three points. So right. Cowboy fans would have won had they bet on the Cowboys mm. going against the odds. But the Texans did win that game. They did. Uh, 1916 in overtime. It was an ugly game, I felt like. The defenses played well, but the offenses weren't that great either. I think the Texans should have won by a lot more than three points, honestly. They should have had a 17-6 lead going into halftime. They, uh, that, inch, first of all, first an of all. inch away from making it 17. First of all, let's let's be real. The okay. Cowboys got into the uh, plus territory twice and kicked two field goals. They did. So I don't think you could say that the Texans should have had a 17-6 lead and the Cowboys didn't at least. Well, well this, this, this is the thing, though. DeAndre Hopkins was less than an inch away from scoring a touchdown. That should have been a touchdown. If, if he had just fell forward a little bit more, it would have been 17-6 at halftime. The stupidity of Jason Garrett not going against the odds and going for that fourth down did uh, did us a favor. It got us a little bit closer to our coach being fired and not yours because the lineup in a shotgun formation less than a yard away from the end zone is the most we, idiotic we, thing I've ever we, seen we, in my we're life. We're going to get to the Texans. We're going to get to everything that happened in this game. We, so, we, but, we are. But you can't Both say you should have had a 17-point lead when you do idiotic things like that. It should have been a 17-16, um, 17-6 lead. Did it should have been. Line up under center and do a quarterback sneak. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the play after. Or I'm talking about the play where DeAndre Hopkins was less than an inch away from scoring a touchdown. He got tackled. Yeah, but it was like, you know, he could have found a way. I'm not saying he could have, but that could have very easily have been a touchdown. So if he had better awareness? Just something. If something else would have happened, maybe he would have found a way in the end zone. I'm just saying it could have been 17-6. to six. And they had how many opportunities after that? Three chances? Yeah. To get the end zone, didn't get in. I mean, four. They were, yeah, I'm just saying that it, it could have been 17 to six. I just think the Texas should have won by more than three points. That's, that's all I'm saying. Trey. I, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's absurd. First of all, because I thought the the Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys defense played a lot better than that, and the Cowboys should have put up more points than than no, what they no. did. The Cowboys got all the points they needed, sir. Uh, they have. They have all they had was Ezekiel Elliott. And the Texans put that on lock. All they had was Ezekiel. He had 54 yards rushing. That's all they had. And that, what else did they have? What else? Who else did anything in that game? Their defense played. Their no, it's more offensively. It's more offensively. Who did anything on offense? I don't. You, you're saying they should have had more than 16 points. When you get when you settle for two field goals to start, when you dominate the first 
few possessions and you're up six to zero oh, and you're okay. and you're in plus territory. The Texas you got to score touchdowns. Their Achilles heel all year for the Texas have been in the red zone. So I can easily say the same thing for a Texan. They should score. Every time they get into the red zone, they should score. That's not, but, but it doesn't not, happen. That's, that's what not, I'm saying. The same thing with the game. Right, but the Cowboys didn't score at all in the red zone. But they scored a touchdown. They did score a touchdown. They did score a touchdown. I mean, I'm just saying they did not score. That has to um, – you have to give some credit to the defense for not allowing them to score when they were in the red zone. I'm just saying as far as offensively, for the Texans, they should have scored more than 19 points. How? The touchdown, they were, they were in the red zone twice. Okay, One of them should have been a touchdown. The other one, they set it for a field goal at the one-yard line. So you're, so you're just poo-pooing on the effort Jalen Smith gave on three of those four plays. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying with better execution, you just talked about it. You run a shotgun play inside the five-yard line. What are you thinking? Deshaun Watson executed that play to the best of his ability. It was just a bad play call, it was Exactly. That was and, a that's bad what, play call. and that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was execution. That was just a bad it, play call, period. I think I think it was a combination of both, honestly. I don't think – when he got down there, there were, he's held the ball a long time, and the, the two passes that he did make, you know, I think one was, was tipped – and he, drew, he tried to run to the end zone twice on two other plays. So it really nothing else he can do. <laughs> but the execution, I mean, as far as the play calling, was not good at all. They, they, they should have drawn up something else to try to get a touchdown. That's it's, it's not that hard. It is not, it's not that hard to sneak the ball in. You could have, th- that reminded me of, of just decisions that some stupid coaches, I shouldn't say stupid coaches because I think Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks is a good coaching staff. But it reminds me of what happened in, the 49ers, it wasn't a Super Bowl, but it was a Super Bowl for these two teams right here because it sounded like it was I, – I don't think I've heard that games that loud on – a regular season game that loud mm-hmm. on TV in Record a long brain. time. Record brain attendance, right? I, I, I didn't hear that, but it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was – it was a, I think it was the most um, people there in uh, – In Texas. NRG? Yeah. 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 But that, that made no sense to me whatsoever. But to see them do that and not – I mean, I think you – Missed. I think they missed the boat. I mean, Alfred Blue could have gotten in three times from the half yard line. It wasn't even like it wasn't even the half yard line. That just didn't. That didn't make any sense to me. And they had two possess. It wasn't even inside the twenty. It was inside the five. And they settled for three points on two of those possessions. And not not two total. They settled for three points having the ball inside the five yard line twice. I mean, those could very easily be two touchdowns. I mean, I'm sitting here quiet because the game wasn't close. Let's just be real. The Texans dominated the game. The problem for the Texans was, like we've been talking about, red zone efficiency. You can't go one for six in the red zone. You just can't do that and what keep did the your Cowboys job. Do? The Cowboys, the first field goal wasn't even in the red zone, the first one. Right. The second field goal was in the red zone. They didn't get to the red zone that often, the Cowboys' offense. Total yards. Cowboys had 292 total net yards in that game. Texans had 462. Pretty much doubling them up. Texans should have won that game going away. 292? 292. That's Man. all. That, that. Close, me is close enough, bro. Come on now. <laughs> you had like my, 150 yards in the stats. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But my, my point is, is just the Texans forget even looking at the, the, the stats. Just the eye test. The Texans were clearly the better team. The issue for the Texans were they had a bad coach. And fortunate for the Texans, Jason Garrett was just a little worse. That is the only reason why the Texans won the game. Two bad coaches, and the Texans were really bailed out by a bad coaching decision by your boy Jason Garrett. And I, t- I said it before the game. I said it's going to come down to coaching, and I think Jason Garrett's worse than, than our guy. He, Jason Garrett is he's, – he's bad. 
I mean, he, he he's he's really bad. Um, I've seen some pretty bad coaching, and I've been I've not been a big fan of his for a long time now. Um, but th- I don't think that it's it, in this game from from what I was able to see. Because uh, I didn't get a chance to watch all of it, but from what I was able to see, well, the, you didn't get a chance to watch that. Nah, we had a, we had a football tournament. Then I okay. told you guys about the other okay. drama that we okay. had. So, I mean, I don't think I I, I didn't get home until after the Cowboys kicked their first field goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but with um, with the way that that with the way it's been, the play calling was no different. How many deep shot? How many deep balls did Dak Prescott throw? Oh, well, so we want to get into Dak now? No, I'm just so asking you. The, the one he did throw was not. Planned. He had to escape a rush from and that JJ. Was a, that was a great. And that was a great decision by him to be able to yeah, do that. I mean, that was it a was, very it was, yeah, it was. Um, I, what, what, what are we debating here? No, I'm just talking. <laughs> to get but you, but what Dak Prescott has gotten the most beef for, and then they t- and people talk about how they're not a very. He has no wide receivers. That is true. He has no wide receivers. The but the, this, this but is the thing. There's no this, play this calling. There's zero. But okay, so. If we want to talk specifically about Dak Prescott, to me, from what I've seen from the eye test, he's an average quarterback. Because if you look at, let's, let's take, uh, for instance, Andrew Luck last week. His right receiving core is, is a little bit better than Dak Prescott's, right? Not without, not without Barely. Eli Hilton. Barely. 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 And, then he did, and, and he does not have Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. So when you look at what the Texans were doing against Dak Prescott, they were stacking the box. They were doing some run blitzes to stop Ezekiel Elliott. They were, they were saying, Dak Prescott beat us. If they did the same thing to Andrew Luck, they would have lost that See, game. See, I disagree with you. They weren't even saying Dak Prescott beat us because they weren't running that many run blitzes. They, they, were, they, they, were, they, were, they were They were playing well. My point being is this. Dak Prescott is just an average quarterback right now at best. At best. At best. That's all I'm saying. There's a couple of things I noticed for the Cowboys. One, I understand that guy was the linebacker Vander. Vander Esch. Vander Esch. He looks fantastic. He does. But at the same time, you look at the receiving core and you could have had a potential Calvin Ridley. Because really they're leaving Dak Prescott out to dry because the receivers are not that great. But at the same time, looking at Dak, I don't know if we can call him an average quarterback right now. He's putting up really bad, like, you're well, playing. He, his numbers are garbage. Right? And that's just because of what he has around him. But and that's, the play not all, that's not all true, though, because I'm, I'm knocking Jason Garrett as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking him as an offensive coordinator. I know he's not the one calling the plays, but I'm – they move the ball. Cowboys typically move the ball, particularly when they had Romo. This is really the same cast. No, it's Dak not Prescott, the same cast. But my, this it's is my point. They're close to but, being the same okay, cast. Okay, the offensive line is better. No, it's not. But they, they, don't, they don't have the Jason Witten. Jason Witten is. I don't care about that. Dak Prescott looks so pedestrian. That's what I've been calling him. He looks so pedestrian. Well, I'm not arguing He's that. Not a, Kareem Jackson made a number numerous plays. You you know I love Kareem, but Kareem Jackson is not a cover corner. But that's, he made Kareem but, Jackson look like a cover corner. No, no, but that's that's because there's of his no wide separation. Yeah. That's not true. There's no separation. On both interceptions he threw was his fault. What do you not? No, accurate. no, no. See, I, I, okay. I did not agree with you. Okay, so wait, wait. Hold the on. first interception that Kareem Jackson got, it was an inaccurate pass. That's obvious. I know we're not arguing that. Did the they first had, pass, the, it touched the wide receiver first? Bro, I do not. If you off. are wide open, it should not be that bad of a pass. It was a horrible pass. He was not wide open, bro. He wasn't he wide, was open. wide open. No, Kareem he Jackson, was the guy was not Kareem wide Jackson open. was way behind Kareem him. Kareem Jackson was not holding that guy. Whoever was behind him, it should have been a completed pass. My point is this. Dak Prescott is a pedestrian quarterback at best. Okay, I agree at with best, that. At best, he's pedestrian. 
the defense is good. Jalen Smith is good. Van Der Esch looks good. The offensive line is still solid. Ezekiel Elliott can't do it on his own. They tried to make him do it on his own. They they fed him the ball, but the Texans' defense is a and that's and we've already talked defense. about that. That Ezekiel Elliott has to be the vocal point in that offense trying to be successful. Well, that's obvious. But yeah, I, I think, it didn't I happen. Think, I think if you're Cowboys, you may want to move on. Obviously, you want to move on from Jason Garrett, but you may consider and have a move on from Dak Prescott. Well, one one or two are going to stay. They're, they're gonna. Well, there's no doubt Dak is going to survive. Right. My point is he's going to survive, and it's going to show that he's just not that good. I think it already how shows. Many, how many yards is he's is he averaging this year? I know it's nowhere near 300. It's impossible. No, he's not. You, but I mean, if you look at what he's done, what what completion percentage? I'm just going to a- compare him to another quarterback who okay. you like. What 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 do you think Cam Newton's completion percentage is this year? I don't know. 65. percent That's decent. And Dak is at 62. percent at sixty-two, he's completing sixty-two percent of his passes. I, was, I, I, I thought I, before you even brought up the stat, I thought Dak's completion percentage would be high because he's not throwing over five years. So, and like I said, really and like I said, two or three shows ago, that's not—he's not the person calling that. That's something that. Uh, th- so who, who's the Dallas Cowboys play? Call? Tavon, Tavon Austin. That that interception to Tavon. Um, that Tavon. He dropped that. He, he just he dropped that, that was, was not off a good pass. that was off I'm his sorry, hands man. That, that was not a good pass it was off his hands I, I can't give him that I no. can't so give what him are you that. trying to say are you trying to say that what Dak Prescott is a what quarterback right now what are you saying I, 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 he's not playing very, he's not playing very well right now he's but not put, put a label on him right now is he like what is he above average is he average below average I think there's is he the, a good quarterback I think he's I think he's I wouldn't say he's above average. I, that, I don't think he's above average. And I'm not talking about the number of people well, because you and I have a different answer on that. You think if you're in the top 16, you're above average. I, I, I That's fine. But if you're going to label him, as, uh, put a label on him. What, what is that label? Him? I think what he's a good it? I think he's a good NFL quarterback. So he's an average quarterback. Sure. Yeah, he's an average but quarterback. But he's not the number four playing for the for the Texans when we get that straight. I don't think Deshaun Watson that, is above average. I think Deshaun Watson is, and although they won this football that's fine, game, that's fine. Deshaun Watson has a lot to learn. I, I just know there are a lot of people on the other side of forty-five who would like to have Deshaun over Dak. I, I, I can't, I I can't imagine a same, soul on the forty-five would want the uh, Dak people. Prescott over Deshaun Watson. They're the exact same people. So I'm wow. going to make a statement right now. You're not going to agree with. I know you're not going to agree with it. <laughs> I just know you're not. But if you put, if you change quarterbacks. Interchange the quarterback. Texans are on five. <laughs> not, Texans are on five. Not, the, the Cowboys the same win that game. Court? Yes, you're, the Cowboys. You're out your damn mind. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. How many times did Dak Prescott scramble out the pocket? Quite a few. He he avoided a few sacks. And how many of those were completed? I I don't know. One. I don't. That think one. So. That big one. That was it. That was it. Because he he doesn't keep his eyes down the field like uh, when, Deshaun, when Deshaun does. Watson does keep his eyes down the field. Look, Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson has some cracked ribs right now because of the stupid decisions he made. No, I, I, not see, because decisions he made. Decisions his coach Bob right, made. Right, Bob, right, because right. that guy's a bum. Yeah, that's that's absolutely. If it wasn't because of Jason Garrett, we would be killing Bob right now. Right. If the, if the I'm telling you right now, if the Texans would have lost that game, that would have been it for Bill O'Brien, bro. I'm he's, telling you, and not not just because they lost, because they put Deshaun Watson in harm's way. Don't get me wrong, Deshaun Watson wants to do that. But that's a, did you hear Bob's excuse? His quote was quotes, like, "Well, Bob, well, he, Deshaun's a player; he can take those hits. Nobody, he can't. Yeah, he's got he Deshaun can't. Watson thinking he's built for this, and he, you're not. He's built not for built. That. Nobody's not built. For that. We've seen this movie before with oh several quarterbacks. The only quarterback that's built for that maybe is Cam Newton. Or ben he, he runs. He runs. No, but Cam Newton runs over f- folks. Well, that's <laughs> that's week he ran over somebody, <laughs> and not even that. Not even that. Cam Newton jukes folks. Yeah, 
that big tall mf'er juking <laughs> people yeah. Yeah. he's he's a man that's i'm a, just telling you that they're they're taking some time i mean you when they took him to the medical tent and he, and he comes out and they showed him a few times walking to the sideline yeah. like like it's that's clearly a chess issue he should not be he should not be going through that he should not be going through that and i think that but you know what it is on him also at the it end is, of the day, he made some it, bad decisions. Because at the end of the day, he holds on the ball way too long. No, the, the two ones where he tried, I know he's trying to get the touchdowns. And if he if he somehow, some way, miraculously gets in there and scores a touchdown, what are we saying right now? Oh, man, look Great at the play. He's gutsy. He's He has so much heart. He got in there. But the fact that he didn't get in there and that he's hurting himself, he needs to understand this is not a, a sprint. Bro, this is a marathon. We like this Sean Watson for we, the whole season. I is, thought Jalen Smith killed him. I mean, when Jalen Smith, Smith met him at hey, the one-yard line. Shout out. Shout out to Jalen Smith. Because remember, he got hurt in his last college game, Notre Dame. They, he had they a nerve injury. Yeah. And that guy running across the field the way he did. That was – I, I, I would have just – Fail like but that's the thing. After that hit, what did Bob do? He called a, a, a quarterback sweep. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Are you kidding me? If it was Madden, if you're playing Madden, I know it's real life, but it's true. If you're playing Madden, I don't think Deshaun Watson would have survived that no, game. No, no, you, you, you're having at least a couple of plays where he's out. You know, yeah. you can't play this play until it comes yeah. to be <laughs> a concussion. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And you're going to be cautious about running more plays like that. But it's still on Deshaun Watson, though. Those those two ones where he tried to get into the end zone, he could have very easily stepped out or just thrown the ball away. We have to, you have to be healthy for this Houston Texans team I to agree. have any chance to go to the playoffs. I agree. Period. But I would say there's probably only two other teams in the NFL that could have stopped him because they had the linebacker that was that and you know, fast. And, yeah. and you know, and, and that's a, that's another true statement there too. That's why I continue to say that the Texans they should have won this game handedly. Oh, going away. I mean, they did. They just should have. The, the Dallas Cowboys. Did not have the resources to beat this Houston Texan team. It's just, but it was. But the, the Cowboys have a chance to go to the playoffs. I mean, they really do. Well, I, well, well, they have a chance to go because they're in the worst division in the football. No, <laughs> don't even go there. <laughs> don't even, don't even go there. You can't name a division that's worse than that division. Uh, the AFC division South division. is one of them. <laughs> the AFC South is. They're, 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 Right. Well, I don't know. Not after what they just – what after what they – the goose I mean, the said they laid this but weekend. the Philadelphia Eagles didn't play too well. The Redskins got – The Eagles – I told you from the beginning but, okay, the Eagles okay, were going to okay, be that, bad. Okay, that's what um, – who is the best team out of two of the two divisions? It's got to be, be the Jaguars. It's got to be the Jaguars or the Texans. No, okay, now the second best team out of those two divisions. It might be the Titans. It it just might be the Titans. The Titans played the Eagles already, right? Yeah. The Titans Titans beat the Eagles, right? Titans beat the Eagles. I mean, come on, man. AFC South is a better division right now. No. Yeah, it I is. I don't think so. It is. Well, we're I, gonna, we play each other this year, so we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely be able to the find number, out. The numbers will give us an example of what it is. But the Jags, they just don't score enough. They're, they're not going to score enough points. You've got be, to beat them in a 19-16 to 16 type football game because, I mean, in Blake Bortles, from what I heard and what I saw, I mean, he's, he's not the answer either. All right, and so Kansas City did play the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, and they got – Demolished um, Patrick Mahomes. He didn't play great, but he played well enough against that defense to open some eyes. Like this is the game they want to see him play in and say, "What can you do? Are you really going to make that next step to be an elite quarterback?" And I think he proved a point there in KC. I really do. So I only saw highlights again because we had um, a huge, huge football tournament here, and. I don't think you could expect more out of him against the, a top a top rated defense than what you got. Yeah. I, I really don't. I mean, and that's five games though. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. I know. Four games. It's five. 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 They're five, five games for them. And, and it's, yeah. it's a typical Andy Reid showing. Too. Right. His for teams, now. His teams always start off running. And so he's, a, he's an offensive genius. Right. And so for me, I want to be, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, be a prisoner of the moment, but I'm not going to hate on this kid because he's playing his butt off. Um, but, I mean, you get to week seven or eight and he's still putting up this type of numbers and the team is still undefeated, I mean, you gotta you gotta give it up for him. I'll say this: watching the Chiefs, as much as I like that team, they're kind of playing some gimmicky football right now. Very right. And the problem is when you play football like that, when it catches up to you, it puts your quarterback, who's technically really still a rookie, puts him in danger. I had this exact same conversation with somebody this this weekend because we're talking about games and we're talking about odds and stuff like that. Do you remember Chip Kelly's first couple of games with the Eagles? Were People him. were like, oh, my. This is – I even said, and I hate the Eagles. This is the best offense I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And then once he got a chance to figure it out, mm-hmm. the dude was out of a job. It happens yeah. with all offenses in the NFL, right? Yeah, the run and shoot. When it first came out, people didn't understand it. The Wildcat, remember that? Yeah. People didn't really know but how to defend I, I against think, it. But I think the difference here is Andy Reid is a good coach. Mm-hmm. So his gimmicks are sustained for a longer period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, this might be the best – overall talent that he's had. Uh, that's not even a question. That's not yeah. even close. I'm just saying. But but as far as the Chiefs are concerned, uh, maybe. No way. The, Eagles, the, Eagles, the Eagles. Eagles Eagles has sound too. But so he had, Mc, he had McNabb, Westbrook, he Terrell had, uh, Owens. Owens. Uh, but it's, it's still close. Pinkson was not a bad receiver, man. Come on now. He was not. Pinkson was not. And he had so he so had would, you take, would you take Owens and Pinkston ver, uh, yes. versus I don't care what Kelsey? Yes. yes. Owens. Owens. Oh, no, no, no. Kelsey. I forgot about Kelsey, Kel- too. Did you take Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey and Owens. Hill? Kelsey, but and once you said Owens, oh, you're forgetting Owens at that time. No, no, no. What was a better group of players? I'm talking about a group. Whatever group Owens is in, that's the group I'm okay. going with. Okay. okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, not just for Andy Reid, but for the Chiefs in general. Um, 1996, they started 4-0. 2003, they started 9-0. 2010, 3-0. 13, 9-0. 17, 5-0. And this year they're they're five and zero. Oh. How many playoff games do you think they've won in all of those? None, not one, mm. not one playoff game. That's why Alex Smith is not there. Okay, so they still look good. Uh, I still think they're going to eventually be a playoff team, and unless you know. Blake Bortles was the exact opposite of what <laughs> Patrick Mahomes was. <laughs> I mean, uh, he played terrible. And that's always been the question about that Jacksonville Jaguar team. Can Blake Bortles rise to the occasion yeah. and get them over the hump? Because your defense, as good as your defense can be, there's going to be some days, especially in the NFL right now, where your defense is not going to stop no one. They might, be have a, they might have crucial moments here and there where they need to stop and they'll get you that stop. But now on the other side of the ball, they need their quarterback to do the same thing. We need that crucial first down. We need that third down and 12. You got to get it for us. Blake Bortles, that's not showing it right now. Blake, Blake Bortles proved who he is. He's not a great quarterback. But I'll give Blake Bortles this and watching that entire game. Blake Bortles, he threw four picks, but he just kept throwing it deep. He kept launching it. And when you play, when you play that brand of football, every now and then you're going to get flags and your defense may help you. I will say the one thing about the Chiefs for sure is their defense is not that great. Their defense is terrible. Yeah, their defense is not great. So if they had any Achilles, it's definitely their defense. And I think that's what I mean. Even against the Jags at home, they were, I mean, a three-point favorite, and they, they, they just can't stop many people. They can stop the Jags because that, I mean, their offense 
looks anemic at times. Because and also because the Jags don't have a running game. They, yeah, that hurts. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Yeldon's just I don't think Yeldon's that guy. I mean, he's a he's a, a very serviceable backup, but he's not that guy. He's not that he's yeah. not that dude. So, um, so they did pick up Jamal Charles, mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars. What, what does that say about Leonard Fournette? Is he, he he's hurt? He's, yeah, he's hurt pretty be really bad. Hurt. He's For him to, to to risk it all on Jamal Charles, which I I think he's he'll be serviceable, but it's not going to be. I mean, that Jacksonville Jaguar um, team in general, that division in general, you know, the Texans play Buffalo next week at home. Hopefully they win that game. Three and three. Anything happen from that, that point on. You, so you, the, you said three and three. That, that score might be three to three. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm just telling Unless, you right uh, now. If Deshaun Watson is hurt enough to where he's not going to play, then yeah. I think maybe. people are slipping or sleeping on how good the Buffalo Bills defense can be. Can they, they they can be good, but not not against this team. Let me tell you why. It's in Houston. If it was in Buffalo, I'd give that to you. If it was in Buffalo, I'd give it to you, but not here. It's just and the way they've been playing, it's week to week. One week they're good, one week they're not. And after winning last week versus the Titans, I think well, well they shocked the world last weekend. I don't know if they shocked. They shocked the world when they beat the Vikings. Right, but that's but, when they but, shocked the right, world. Right, but then when they come back and they poo poo on themselves the following week against Green Bay against Green Bay, point, right? Because and then their quarterback is not very good. I'm just telling you right now, n- not many people at all um, picked them to to win. In fact, that was one of other than the Seahawks and the Rams. It was one of the, one of the higher point spreads that people thought. People really thought that the Titans were going to beat up on the Bills and. I mean to hold them to twelve points. That's that's crazy. I mean that was a defensive battle. I guess we could start start talking about that that game. Um, Tennessee scores twelve points, and what was it? They scored nine. Buffalo scored nine that game. 13. 12 13. 12 to 13. 12 to 13. Oh, off a, yeah, last second field goal. Yeah, is a one it for that for them. Um, looking at the the box score, I thought the Titans were going to win at one point. So, okay, they they had it, but um, I don't know, man. The Titans, I almost feel like they 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 play well enough to win each week. That's what I'm feeling like right now. They haven't been blown up by anybody, not that I could think no. of, but they've been in all the games. Uh, Mar- Marcus Mariota, he's getting, I guess he's consistently getting better each week. He's still yeah, that doing. Guy, he, he's the one quarterback that I just, I cannot put a finger on. No. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to get on Mariota. There are games where you look at him, it's like, oh, he has a chance to be elite. And then there are games where he looks like Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Every week is up and down for him. Yeah, consistency. That's As an NFL quarterback, can you be consistent? Um, and we'll talk about that more when we talk about our, our top five quarterbacks this year. Uh, so the next game that we will be talking about, who did New England play? Did they play? Yeah. Did they play that team? Or did they, did they just? <laughs> the Saint, uh, the, they played the, the Colts, Colts, the Colts Thursday night. What is there to talk about? <laughs> I mean, they, they won. It wasn't that, that close. But I do want to emphasize that Andrew Luck does look. He's he's looking better. He looks a lot better. He looks a lot better. I, I, I told you guys that from the beginning of the season. But what was scary to me was I don't. I think people downplayed the difference that Julian Edelman makes for that New England oh, Patriots yeah. football team. Mm-hmm. So just the presence. I'm, I'm so pissed off right now. Of, I thought about picking him up. I was like, <laughs> should I pick him up? Because I always pick up Julian. Edelman. Right. Every year I pick that boy up because I know how <laughs> vital he is to Tom Brady in that offense, and I just didn't pick him up this year. But my problem is when I mean, and what other coaches don't get, and I think what makes the New England Patriots and McDaniel's and Belichick the great coaches that they are, they came out there the very first play of the football game and threw that man the football and made a conscious conscious effort to get him involved in the football game. Sony Michelle is running like an animal. 
James White, they're getting him involved. And then for Tom Brady to have a threat, the catch that Josh Gordon made, I know it was just one catch, but I, I'm like, if Tom Brady can add that to his game and you got to worry about Hogan and Edelman underneath, that's problems, bro. Still I'm just that Gronk. And Gronk. Yeah, I didn't even admit, yeah. It's the same where I can go on for 15 seconds and I even mention the mm. word Rob Gronkowski. He's yeah. like, that's mm. just like the pick icing. Pick your poison on the cake. right now. It's like, pick your poison right now. I don't think we're ready. I don't think the NFL is ready for that. I just don't yeah. think that they're ready I mean, for that. I mean, the Patriots are the Patriots. They're going to do what they do. They look fantastic. Uh, like, oh, you mentioned, Andrew Luck is back. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. He's back. But his team is garbage. They're, 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 they're pretty they, bad. They are one of the worst built teams. And the, and the reason why it's so bad is they had a couple of seasons without Luck to actually build a team. Right. And it's like they fell asleep while he was hurt. It's like, oh, yeah, well, he's out. Let's not even bother to build a team. No running back. Even though even the Hines looks pretty good right now. All right. I can't even tell you who the receivers are other than T.Y. Hilton. Ryan Grant. Um, Garbage. Yeah. It's just bad. That, that, Ebron's not, I mean. Ebron's, Ebron's okay. He's playing a lot better. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, 32 but, I mean, points. Ebron is a solid player, but you I think Matthew Stafford can tell you about him. He has his ups and downs. Yeah. Ebron. Yeah. He's not somebody you're going to target. You can't. He's just not reliable enough to do that. Yes. <sighs> Andrew Luck is scary. That team is scary as far as the, the Texas is concerned, as far as taking the game away from them. He's just only going to get better when he comes back to Houston, and you know they're going to want to win that game in Houston. So, just heads up, that's going to be a lot closer than we would think. And he's going to throw 50-something times yeah. a game, which yeah. is going to make it – I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to it's gonna make it a challenge yeah. uh, for a lot of people. But that's that's still good for – it plays to Texas' hands a little bit too because they do have – He holds the ball. Yeah, that does that play to the hands. the Texas D's the rush. Yeah, so that should be pretty interesting. All right, so we have the, the Saints. Um, Drew Brees broke a record. The other night, the Saints beat the crap out the Redskins. Like we talked about the Redskins earlier this year, but we thought there we thought that there was no way that the Redskins would get. Well, this is what I thought. I thought they were a solid enough team that there was no way they would get blown out. But that Saints offense, man, you know Drew Brees is clicking on all cylinders. There are a couple of quarterbacks right now that are clicking on all cylinders right yeah. now, and and he just is. They got Mark Ingram back. Which was which was huge as far as the balance, and, and then you mentioned Julian Edelman coming back and them giving him the ball. The mm-hmm. Saints did the exact, exact same, same thing, thing. Yes. with Ingram. They just gave him the ball and gave him the ball and won me my fantasy week, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> they look phenomenal, um, and I just I, I remember when we did our bold predictions and people said it wasn't very bold about who would represent them. I mean. I think that if they had an opportunity to play the Rams in a playoff game, it, Ooh, it would probably be 57, yeah. 57 depends, 56. It depends where it's at, man. Yeah. I just If it's not no, in think, New Orleans, I don't, I, don't think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I think the New Orleans can do the same thing in, in uh It's going to be LA. cool. I mean, it's, it's not going to be cold weather. It's not going to be snowing. Yeah. It's, it's, not be, really, it's just something about breezing that dome that makes them practically unbeatable. Well, right now, the way it seems, if the Saints want to win, they are going to have to go to L.A. LA is gonna have a better record than the Saints. That's the way it looks the like Saints right now. Saints have one loss now. They do have one loss. It does. It's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, so I, I don't see them. I mean, uh, well, it's another team in that division has one loss. So put that out there. <sighs> Superman himself. Yeah, oh, no. so are we still talking about better divisions here? That division is clearly the best division in the league, man. Come on, come on, Trey. Come on, <laughs> sir. As, a, as can as, you admit right as now? Of, as of right now. As, as of, of right, right now. now. Okay, but I have never changed my statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As, well, I take that back. Okay, okay, I take that back because the Falcons are. Okay, the Falcons that's fine. Are, are they though? They've lost some close games, but they got they, beat, they got beat they by got Pittsburgh. Beat, they, they got beat forty one to seventeen. Well, that's because the, they went to Pittsburgh. Right, that's right. not that surprising. Pittsburgh was pissed. It's, bruh, come on. The Buccaneers are who they we thought they were. 
Fitzmagic is gone. And the and the and the Falcons <laughs> and the Atlanta Falcons, man. I mean, like, I don't know what happened to them. Mm-hmm. I think they forgot how to give Julio Jones the football. Yeah. I think they're 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 hooked on this Calvin Ridley thing and just I mean they're forgetting about what's made them the yeah. team that they are and I don't understand I have no idea. As the years go by, we're seeing Kyle Shanahan's fingerprints less and less on that football team. Yeah, but to get forty-one to seventeen, I mean you're not going to win many football games that way. Yeah, uh, you've already lost to the Bengals, um, which a lot of people didn't think that um, that that would happen. Who's the coach of that team? Yeah, who is the coach? I don't know. He must be some bum. He should have been fired a long time ago. ago. <laughs> the Falcons every, every week y'all do this. <laughs> the Falcons. Let me let me. There's four teams in the NFC that are one and four: the Giants, the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. The only team that has a chance still, if you had to pick one of those teams to still go to the playoffs, no sir, it has to be Atlanta Falcons. Oh, you like, know, oh if you had to pick one of those teams, yeah, yeah. one of those teams, and, that, and that's just because of the division they're in. I have seen years where Atlanta Falcons be one of those teams. They just run off to the top of that division early on, and then all of a sudden you see Carolina or New Orleans back in the hunt. Not all of Carolina's always in the hunt. Yeah, they're all, I'm just saying those three teams for the most part are always in the hunt. Yeah. No matter how they start, there's been some years where New Orleans has started off one and three, one and four, and they found their but, way but, back. But listen, the only win the Falcons have is in their division. That's the only win they have. Every other loss is outside of the division, or and and um, the one to the Saints. Like That's the only I'm, team they beat is the best team in the well, the the Panthers. That's the only team they beat. Yeah. So I don't think they even have a shot because if they, if they unless they beat. They have to they have to beat everybody in the division because they're playing like crap against everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I don't and I don't and I mean luckily they get the Buccaneers next because other than that they'd be in trouble. They get two of the other one and four teams um, coming up because other than that they'd be in trouble. Yeah. They'd be in trouble. But Matt Ryan and I mean, what everybody thought they were getting with them, I don't know. That's tough. That's really really tough. Somebody that you guys have a or that you guys have a man crush on. Um, you probably you got a man question on both of the quarterbacks in in this game, the Lions and the Packers. Uh, that game I think probably was a little shocking for some people. The some people, Mason Crawford is a bum. Let me tell you he's that right now. Bum. He's a he's bum. Not a bum. He, he, is was, a he was bum. the most accurate kicker in the NFL. He's not a bum. He Get lost. Here, man. Look, look. He, he had a rough day. That's luckily, it. luckily, the rest of my team on fantasy was going off. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Because basically, I mean, goodness, I'm glad I didn't lose because of him. I mean, he missed. You, look, you're a professional, right? Yeah. If you work a job right now, okay, you can be per- perfect. If you have a day like he had, they're considering firing, firing you. Okay, I'm just saying. Dang, he goes he from missed, the greatest kicker in history to no, getting fired. He didn't no greatest kicker in history. He, okay, you percentage know greatest, wise. Percentage wise. Look. If you ask the average football fan who's the greatest kicker in history, they're going to tell you Adam Vinatieri. Then they're going to be like, who's number two? They're not going to be able to name anybody else. They're going to be like, mm, blah, blah, blah. They're teams. Kicker. Okay? So Mason Crabby, that means nothing to me. It Kickers live day by day. Okay? <laughs> it's true. Once you're done, you're done. They're considering firing because they cannot afford this happening in a playoff game? Playoffs? <laughs> no, sir. That is That is a red flag for me. Formation yeah. to lose by eight, to lose by eight points after you do that, that's hard. I mean, but when do you learn? When do you stop? I mean, if you you miss one, okay, two, all right, come on now, three, we got a problem. Four, five, I'm not giving him a chance to do it unless it's a game winner. <laughs> they like the guy. Yeah, that's the reason he's a kicker right now. 
Well, because if he has some kind of in locker room issue or something like that, oh, he's gone. Well, they went with the odds and lost. Um, well, you don't. You know they like him. The guy who backed him up immediately after Aaron, the game, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. So he's not going anywhere. If Aaron's good with you. You ain't going nowhere. Now, if he has another game like that, he's Aaron uh, will not back him up again. <laughs> he's gonna be done after that because he literally cost him the game. Point blank. I, I can't say that. I can't say that because if you watch the game, the Lions were dominating, but the Lions did what the Lions did well, best. Well, this, this is the thing. This thing. In. If he hits those field goals, it at least keeps them in the game to steal one. They had I, no. I, I, they, I there was that. never an opportunity for them to I steal that. that game. I get that because but, of but his watching kicking. the game, the Lions should have won and they did. That's, I just, that's, I can't that's put it on fine. That's fine. But they still there. There are a lot of games we watch where you say this team should have won or this team should have lost. What those? If he would have hit at least two more of those field goals. It gives them the opportunity to steal the game, and they, there was no opportunity to steal it because yeah. he couldn't hit no freaking field goals. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of should have won the game, the Seahawks had a chance to literally. Mm-hmm. That would probably would have shocked the world because no one expected the Seahawks to I, to make I that was, game that close. I did. I did make a a list of you know my picks on Twitter. I put it up there, and that game and the Kansas City Chief game, those are two games I was looking at because I thought one of those teams. You thought it was uh, a trap game. Yeah, well, not necessarily a trap game, but I thought one of those road teams was going to win. And I thought it was going to be Jacksonville. Yeah, see, I was right at home. I yeah. thought one of those road teams would win. I picked Jacksonville instead of the Rams. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of that game, and, you know, man, Wilson, he's the reason they were even in that game. Mm-hmm. That the, the only reason. Don't do that. I mean, but, it, but it was. <laughs> but it was. I'm just saying, it was. That's the only reason That's they were in that I, game. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, no, no, there's no debate. I, I'm not trying to debate between Cam Newton and Wilson. <laughs> you don't have that. to. There is saying, no debate. I'm, okay, oh, that's fine. No, that's fine. no I'm not trying to go there. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Gosh, y'all always trying to go somewhere else. All I'm saying is that Wilson single handedly kept him in that game. Without Russell Wilson, that game is complete blowout. Looking at the Rams. And we talked about this a little before the podcast. Losing your two top DBs, they have not looked the same on defense. Mm-hmm. They look very leaky, and a quarterback like Russell Wilson can go and, and play, have a game like he did. Trey's been talking about against odds this entire podcast, and that game was just a microcosm of that. What were they? Were they past the fifty when they went for it on fourth and one? The Rams. They Either were passive. They were yeah. in the same location that As the, the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys yeah. were in. And, and McVay, did you see how he called the play? It was even half a second. He said, go. No, 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 no. It was the exact they, opposite no, no, of what no, Jason no, no. Garrett did. They, they brought the punt team out initially. Okay. 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 And then something happened. And he's like, you know what? Go out there and go for it. <laughs> and that's what happened. I knew the game was over after that. I was like, they're going to get this. Yeah. I just, that's, that's why I, I knew if they punted it, the Seattle had a chance to win with Russell Wilson back there. And I know everybody said, because you could hear it. Because the crowd was roaring when they had the punt team out at first. Then when they yeah. brought the team, the offense back out, the Uh-oh. crowd was like, uh. Because <laughs> they saw what Bob did last year up there. Yeah. Bob kicked the punt, and then we yeah. lost the game. Yeah. McVay yeah. was not having none of that. I think that's, I mean, I think that's the, I think that's the way it's got to be sometimes. And not always, but, I mean, you're, you're talking about blowouts. What we didn't see much this weekend was a blowout, and that was, the biggest one was the Steelers and the, and the Falcons. Um, I know we talked about the Falcons a little bit already, but I don't think people are talking about the Steelers enough uh, with the way that things are going. They, you got they, to look in face pro- like you're not you're not concerned. No, I'm not, I'm not. They haven't proved anything to me. The Steelers. They haven't proved anything to me. Uh, you know, when the season started, you would pick. You know, if you, let's say you had four elite teams in the league, you could have picked the Pittsburgh Steelers to be one of those elite mm. teams. You could have in the AFC anyway. 
you could have picked them. They have Ben Roethlisberger. He's won a championship. You have Tom Brady. He's won a championship. They still had um, the opportunity to go further in the playoffs if they didn't lose to Jacksonville last year. And that's just that's just it to me. I think when you look at that game last year against Jacksonville, if they would have start, started the game off a little bit better, they would have an opportunity to win that game because they actually had to roar back into that game to make it even close. I don't think Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh does not scare me at all one Pittsburgh bit. lost to an undefeated Chiefs team and to a Ravens team that got caught in the web this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got caught in the web this weekend. Divisional game, man. It's a divisional game. The Browns always play the Ravens tough. Even even in some so-called you know blowouts, the games are still tough. 12-9 tough? It was tough. No, 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 we Well, if we, if we were here together, I would have told you that that game was going to be c- close. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to pick the Ravens to blow out the Browns in Cleveland. It wasn't going to happen. No, and the point spread agreed with you. Right. Um, the point spread agreed. That that wasn't supposed to happen. But the Browns, the Ravens, were, the way the Ravens have been playing, they were not supposed to lose that football game. They're not. It's a divisional game. So a third of, way of, of the way through the season, mm-hmm. the, the team with a, a coach who should have been fired years ago, according to a very good friend of mine, mm-hmm. Um, is leading that I stand division. by that 110%. <laughs> oh, oh. Because I, I y'all keep on that. rigging out. I, I don't know why you keep on rigging out. We're trying to get through this podcast. Y'all are testing my patience today. Y'all, y'all really are. I mean, they have. They're, they're tied for the second best record in football. Yeah, so the, the Bengals did uh, beat Miami last week in Cincinnati. Barely. That game was close, though. That was really close. That turnover by Ryan Tannehill. At the end, they gave Snay that touchdown. That's what gave Snay the win. Mm-hmm. This is a quarterback-driven league. You got the middle of the 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 tier quarterbacks there. Ryan Townhill's definitely in there. Mm. One week, yeah, and one he's week. He's in there. He's, he's right there. He's got to be higher than that now. Based on what he did last week in Cincinnati, if he if he would have took that team to a win, maybe I'll agree with you. But there are some things he did. They're like, oh, Ryan Townhill did it again. When you look at Blake Bortles, oh, he, he he does it again. Whenever you get that, this is me personally. Now I hear you, but from the start of the season, I told you Ryan Sandhill's a better quarterback than you think. Yeah. Like he's in the – he's Okay, but look, look, look. We always talk about this about quarterbacks. I want to see the man play for an entire season. We've had quarterbacks come into the league I don't know how many times. There was a year that Derek Anderson had the most phenomenal year as a Browns quarterback ever. The and then the, ne- the next year he was garbage. Look at Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's – Garbage now again. You got you got to do it consistently on a day in day out basis, and you cannot make the same mistakes that have made people think you were trash in the first place. And that's what he did in that game. He went up against arguably the best defense he's played, besides the Patriots, maybe. Yeah. And he he didn't he wasn't able to overcome. The Bengals might be a little bit better. The Titans defense is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that too, that too. But still, he was not able to lead that team to a win in two straight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they. I mean he played against some tough teams, but that that's I don't know. I think he's. I think that he's. I'm, I'm with Chris on that. I think he's got to be. He's got to get a little bit more respect. Um, and trust me, I'm, I'm ready to give it to him. I, if he would have won this game and and they would have pulled it off, I'm like, yeah, you're getting my respect. But you know, it's 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 a week by week game, and I gotta see it consistently. Yeah, Andrew Luck definitely gets my respect. I mean, because he, he coming from where he came from, the injury and everything, and now playing the way he's playing, he has no weapons, none. Yeah. I, I'm hey, I'm I'm on the luck bandwagon, um, mm-hmm. and I, like I said, I'm I, I'm glad he doesn't either. Woo. I'm, so huh? I'm glad he has no weapons over there, man. <laughs> wow, because he's he's best. I mean, we we debated about who's the best quarterback in that division. Is is Andrew Luck? Right now, it is. Right now, it's Andrew Luck. I respectfully just. Marcus Mariota. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I thought you were going to say something else. I don't know where you're going with that. Yo, I almost cursed. Every time you It's a string of curse words. I'll let it go. All right, so we have Denver um, and the New York Jets. They played. The Jets beat the crap out of the Denver I guess that Broncos. was the blowout, probably. Or the, I mean... I don't. I don't even. It's know. not. It's not even a shocker to me yes, necessarily it because you don't know what to expect from Denver. I, that's what I think. Yeah, look, the Keenum experiment is not working. Right, it's now. not working. He hasn't played that bad. Look at his numbers. His numbers are not bad, but it's not working. And they have a quarterback on that bench, Chad Kelly. Mm-hmm. That boy can play. It would not surprise me at all if we see him before the end of the year. Bro, the Jets are two and three. Mm-hmm. The with that team in disarray, like it is, they are two and three, and. And what people may not realize, they've played the same amount of games as everybody else in their division, and they've given up the least amount of points. By a couple, but the least amount of points in that entire division. Um, In fact, um, in the AFC, there's only three teams who've given up less points than the Jets. That division is almost as bad as NFC East. I mean, that division is The AFC East? Yeah. It's almost as bad. They have a couple good defenses there. But other than Miami and New England, I'm sorry, man. The Jets, the Jets don't scare anybody. What's the Buffalo don't. Bills record right now? Two and three. I, two and three. I, I, Buffalo Bills are garbage. They're two and three. Let, let me, Buffalo Bills are garbage. That team is garbage. They Do you know garbage. who the Bills beat? They beat the they Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings, Vikings and the Tennessee Titans. And mm-hmm. they are still garbage. Okay. They're so garbage that nobody knew who they were coming in, and they snuck a win. That's, they've done this two times. They snuck two wins. They're is not doing it no more. Is that what? <laughs> they ain't doing it no more. Mm-mm. But I, I still, I still, even though you say they're the garbage, I think, I think there's a lot of parity in the NFL right now. I don't think the 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 margin between a garbage team and an average team is that big right now. That's just what I think. I, I, you know, I can agree with that. Yeah, so, I can agree with that. I mean, one quarterback injury away from your team being but just that's, as garbage that's every year. Yeah, there's, that is true. That there's is true. eight teams that's given up less points than the Jets this year. Eight. They have the number nine scoring defense in the entire NFL, and they're two and three. So I don't know. I think that's. Um, I think that's. I think that's something. I, I don't know. I wouldn't. You never know. Like you said, who's going to, uh, who's going to show up? They've also put up 123 points. Mm-hmm. The only team in the in their division that scored more are the Patriots. So right. I don't know. I wouldn't sleep on the Jets. All right. So another game we I want to talk about because of their quarterback play, the L.A. Chargers and the Oakland um, Raiders. This biggest disappointment of the year for me. Right now, the Oakland Raiders are the biggest disappointment right yeah, now. For me, it's not Oakland. It's Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the biggest disappointment. I mean, I get it. He's Oakland, right. but Derek Carr. But as far as the so, team, he's been so bad, man. Someone, someone did say to me a while back that Derek Carr is not going to be that much better than his older brother. And at this time, Derek Carr was in the MVP race. I just thought this this guy is crazy. Yeah. But now. You look at it. He just he doesn't have a confidence. It seems like like he, he's not making. There's a difference from when that MVP year before he got hurt till now. He's not making those throws. Yeah, there's some of the throws he was making. Like wow, I remember. I think it was a Monday night game he played. He he was making throws all all over the field, and he he does not like the same player right now. He just doesn't. Yeah. I think he just needs a change of scenery. He needs to get out of Oakland. I I agree with you, and that's that's something I talk about about uh, in the NFL a lot this, this sometimes some players some coaches just need changes of, of scenery there's one team mm-hmm. in the NFL that's given up more points than the Oakland Raiders <laughs> who is that <laughs> who would you guess the Cowboys no <laughs> the Texans no 
the Falcons. The Falcons. Oh, okay. oh wow. that, makes that makes sense. The Cowboys have only given up 96 points this year. Oh, I, I didn't know where you're going with that. That's yeah. why I just, yeah. One team, the Falcons have given up the only team in the NFL. The Cowboys have given up 96. Texans have given up 124. Mm-hmm. The, the Raiders have given up 149 points in five games. Mm-hmm. That is that's thirty points a game, and, and they had no business beating the Browns. Right? I don't know if y'all saw that game, Which, but oh, that oh, overturned call yeah. they had that was I, I've never seen. Oh, about like the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they shouldn't no have business. beat the Browns. They're giving up. They're basically giving the up thirty points. Could be points five and zero right now. I don't know about five and zero. They could be five. Hey, and look, up. look, little Daryl, bro. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Okay, at the very least, they could be four and one right now. The Cleveland Browns. Oh, they, they very well definitely. Could. Yeah, yeah. Come on, sure. Trey. Come on, bro. I don't know. You hate Maybe. little Daryl, though. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but that, I mean, it's it's crazy. Scoring is scoring is just out of control right now. I don't get it. I, I um I don't get it. But John Gruden, I mean, I know it's he's getting back in. The training wheels they were never on when he came back. You, it's like riding a bike. He's supposed to get back down there. No, he's studying he, all the tape. He's the dude is studying NFL film six days a week. And, and commenting on another one, it, this should not be that hard. Um, I think that Khalil Mack trade is coming back to bite him in the butt. There's no doubt. Um, the Khalil Mack trade is coming back to bite them. But I will say this though: when you watch the Raiders, the team does not look undisciplined. That's not their no. issue. They're they're, they're a decent Carr. team. It's Derek Carr. Yeah, it is that's Derek the issue. Carr. It is. It is. Uh, if he if he had Andrew Luck back there, maybe we're saying something. Yeah, different, but right? who's but he's got how many receivers does he have? Well, Cooper's not name, bad. Cooper's not name, bad. Jordan name Nelson. Wise, name wise. Jordan Nelson's yeah. been killing it. Yeah. Name wise, you think, wow, this is a and great wide receiver. Jared Cook looks decent. Right. Yeah. It's just, That's true. It's ultimately, it's ultimately Derek Carr has to play better. Yeah. No more red zone interceptions, dude. You cannot do that every week. Yeah. Yeah. So since we're talking about quarterbacks, um, we're going to get into our top five quarterbacks so far this season. This is the top five presented by the new channel sports podcast. And I'm just gonna name off my five. Chris, you name off your five. And then um Trey, you name off your five. But um number five so far this year. I don't know if it's gonna be a surprise to you guys or not. We just mentioned him against the LA Chargers. I think Phil Rivers is quietly having a phenomenal year. Yeah. I agree. Um he's thrown 13 touchdowns Two interceptions, passer rating, 116. Um, that Chargers team, no one's really talking about them. That's kind of odd. <laughs> no one's talking about it, but they're quietly. I mean, they are know, three and two. They are three they, and two. But they finally had a start to the year. They're not 0 and 5. Right. They're trying to climb back right, or something. Right, right, right. I think that's a team that, you know, be kind of dangerous, especially with Phillip Rivers back there. Yeah. All right, so that's number five. Five, five. It was hard, man, putting him number five. It was really difficult. Um, I wanted to put him higher, but the other quarterbacks are doing better. Uh, my number five is Cam Newton leading the Panthers to Come three. Come on, bro. Why? You cannot me... have Cam Newton at number five, that's, bro. That's, 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 that's embarrassing. This year. Bro, is it not my list? It's not a, Right now, that's sort of good. Okay, that's, that's cool. Cam Newton. <laughs> but what's their record? What is it? Do you know three the record? 3-1. 3-1. Three one. Okay, that's Better fine. Better by week. That's fine. But, okay. He let them down the field in improbable <laughs> game to a 63-yard field goal. Okay. Down the field for a sixty-three yard field goal. Okay, he gave ten yards. He gave ten yards to get there. <laughs> Superman's in the building. If you, if you watch the game, they had a play call on third and one that was just absurd. They almost blew the game. I don't okay. know what they were doing. Okay, um, so so Newton leading that team to a three-one record for sure. Cam Newton's my number five. All right, go ahead, Trey. Who's number five, bro? I couldn't. I couldn't do. I couldn't do. I got. I got a tie for number five. You know, I. I, did, I could not, in good faith, leave this man off this list. Yeah, I, think, I, I got. I think I got a tie too. 
I'll, I'll, I'm going to name somebody. I think Tom Brady's there too. Tom Brady is number five with Philip Rivers. I will slap <laughs> shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just, come on, man? Wait, I'm sorry. God, man. <laughs> he said Tom Brady's number five. Number five. What's on your list? <laughs> this that's this year so far. Every single show, somebody needs to take a drug test. I just I had, to, I had, I had to throw it out there. Had to and he said there. it confidently too. I did very confidently. You hear my arguments after this? Go ahead, man. Go ahead, Trey. All right, uh, man. So my, I had a tie for number five, and my tie for number five was Philip Rivers, who you mentioned. So I'm not going to go back there. And somebody who I had to put on this list because of the way his team is playing and the way he's playing. Um, Andy Dalton. I, I think Andy Dalton is playing. I think Andy Dalton is playing his, what ridiculous right he's now. He's playing his best football I've ever that seen. That doesn't mean he's top five so far. I can't name five more be- better than him. Oh, my goodness. I think the AFC. I, okay. I agree. Okay, that's fine. Number four. <laughs> I, uh, hey, man, wow. we, we definitely have different opinions. Top five so far this season. Okay. That's, that, that, that's what you said, top right? Five so that's far. what you I'm wanted. trying to make sure y'all heard what I said. Go ahead, man. Number four, and this probably be a surprise to y'all, is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is number four right now. We look at this. If you look at the statistics, <laughs> look at the stats. Look at the stats. If you look at the stats, his passer rating is a uh, 105.1. He's thrown 11 touchdowns and two interceptions. He's second in the league in yards for receiving. I cannot take this math. We we're saying so far this season, and he has helped Minnesota Vikings win games this year. They should I, I have an extra win. I'm, 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 not, I'm not even laughing at that. I just think the other quarterbacks who I'm going to put ahead of him. He's number four. So, so wait He's a minute. So wait a second. You're talking. What you're talking about? Do you know that Derek Carr, the quarterback, you just finished bashing? And what is their is, record? Sh- wait, wait. What's a the team's record? That goes to they the got one too. more win than the Raiders do. Hey, that's one more win. Derek Carr's thrown for 1,641 yards this year. Okay, what's his pass rating? Uh, I don't know. what He his has pass seven rate. touchdowns and eight interceptions. <laughs> Next. So it's not just the yards. Next. Next. Eight interceptions does not get you there. I don't care what else is there. Eight interceptions does not get you there. Next. You got right. blown out by the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> you put a quarterback in there who couldn't get the ball past the 20-yard line against the Buffalo Next. Bills. That's right. I'm going to name my number. That is part one of this episode. Make sure you be on a lookout for part two. It only gets better. Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.